0: Would you pray with me? Creator God, you prepare a new way in the wilderness and your grace waters our desert. Open our hearts to be transformed by the new things you are doing, that our lives may proclaim the extravagance of your love given to all through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. A reading from John, the twelfth chapter. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a dinner for Jesus. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for three hundred denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone. She brought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. They say that smell is the sense most closely tied to memory. If you think about it, many of your memories have a smell tied to them. Certainly we may think of the smell of flowers at a wedding or the aroma of a meal being cooked for Thanksgiving at your grandmother's house. But there are other scents that evoke for us memories and emotions. Those who love yard work may adore the smell of freshly cut grass. Scotch lovers simply love the earthy, smoky aroma of peat. Anglers, oddly enough, love the smell of fish. And me? As strange as I am, I love the oily smell of an old museum ship, like the USS Yorktown in Charleston or the USS North Carolina in Wilmington. I don't know why. I just do. Smells can transport us to memories and emotions like nothing else. The people in today's stories were well acquainted with the power of smell. Jesus gathers with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus at their home in Bethany. Jesus gathers with them and his twelve disciples. These fifteen people are Jesus' closest group of friends. In particular, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus seem to be something of a safe space for him. A true place of respite where he can relax and regroup. John's gospel is moving ever more closely to Jesus' passion and death. Jesus knows this. It's certainly weighing on him. The thought of his suffering undoubtedly imposes itself on him regularly, draining him of energy, just as stressors in our own lives do to us. So he's here to rest and regroup. For the journey ahead. Keep in mind that this scene follows the story of Lazarus's death. If you recall there was, there was some concern at his gravesite about rolling the stone away as the smell would likely be unpleasant, unbearable and overpowering. Perhaps the thought of that smell hung in people's memory that evening. Or perhaps they were more focused on the festivities at hand. New memories were being formed by the laughter and conversation. Those memories being solidified in their minds by the smells of what Martha was preparing. Middle Eastern cooking, the type Martha would be doing for them, is rich in aromatic spice. You can smell it from all over the house and it can linger for days, helping to recall the party's joy. As they're eating, Mary brings a pound of pure nard and begins anointing Jesus' feet. How beautiful are the feet that bring good tidings, says the prophet Isaiah. Mary has been listening at these feet of Jesus, and she knows that they will bring him up to the cross, into the place of death, and back out from the grave to us with the good news of life over death. So she anoints them for this work. As she does so, the whole house is filled with the fragrance of this perfume. It is said that pure nard would have a woody, earthy, spicy aroma. It would complement the earthy spiciness of Martha's cooking, not compete with it or overpower it. We often think of Mary and Martha being at odds with one another. That we must choose to be one or the other meditative with mary or sleeves rolled up and working with martha here we see each using their own unique gifts in concert with one another to create a memorable scent for this evening's experience jesus reminds these closest friends of his that he is going to die and be with them no longer but also He will be with them in a particular way. Certainly he will be with them when they gather in groups like these. He will be with them whenever they encounter someone who is poor or in need. What is remarkable about this scene is that the concert of aromas that they are treated to from both Martha's culinary skill and Mary's anointing compassion, that of earthy spiciness, would be a scent that they would encounter regularly as they worked in fields, traveled through marketplaces, and gathered around tables as friends. Each time they would smell these scents, their memories could remind them that Jesus is with them still. When they gather together, when they care for their neighbors in need, they will still have Jesus with them. And that was true for these characters in this story and for us today. So today, may you not just hear that Jesus is with you. May you smell the aroma, spicy and earthy of Jesus with you. May you know that when you gather with family and friends, there Jesus is. May you know that when you help your neighbor in need, there Jesus is. Amen.